when you're if your cowlicks can make you float on water, like there's an issue there. Like why is there why is there a duck level of grease buildup on the bottom? Like why do you need to be buoyant, man? You know? And what's up with that bow tie? Right? You ain't in the you ain't in the nation of Islam. Bro, they don't wear polka dots on these shit. Like, get out of here, man. This dude looks like a looks like a nutcracker. Or like he did when he was young. I don't know who dressed that man, but let me tell you, it was not the people on staff. <laughs> I think I said this about somebody else. Yo, hair and makeup is not touching you. Now with a 10-foot pole, not the way you talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Light Roast. I'm Damian Turner, and I'm here by myself. It's Tuesday, as it usually is, the time that we do the live show. Um, Tuesday at 2.30, every Tuesday at 2.30. But of course, if you are listening or watching on YouTube, it's uh, later in the week. It Hopefully, it's Friday. I intend for it to be Friday. I intended for it to be Friday for the last episode to get released. That did not happen. Uh, because sometimes shows that you do over Zoom can have a lot of little little issues that take a while to get through. Uh, like I said, I am here on my own today because Jason Jones is AWOL. He is out. Uh, no, he's not AWOL. I know where he is. He uh, he didn't just he didn't just disappear and not tell me anything. Uh, however. He is unable to be part of the show today, so I'm doing it solo. We're going to see how this goes. I've got my cup of coffee. I've only got like a half a cup of coffee right now, uh, which could be a problem. I need a lot of coffee. Um, But I have some. I mean, there's more in the other room, but I probably shouldn't leave you. I might. I might leave you during the live show. The other room is just, it's just, it's just right there. It's just a few seconds away, you know? It's uh, it's not hard to get to. It doesn't take very long. I move quickly. I'm small. I'm spry. I'm quick. I move fast, especially when I'm going to get coffee from having been drinking coffee. I hope you guys are well. Uh, when I say you guys, I mean the one viewer, the one viewer, which it might be me. It might be me, but I'm happy to be here with you guys. With whoever ends up listening or watching, this has become a highlight of my week. It's been a weird week. It's been a very strange week. Uh, apparently, it was the full moon yesterday, Monday, which makes a lot of sense. I've had I've had two cars just 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 give me the middle finger this week too. Two cars, actually, one car and one truck, both Chevys, both Chevys. That should be an indicator right there. Um, let's see what else is going on with me. I just got my shot. Just got my second shot like today. And I had to take an Uber to go do it because I couldn't drive to go get it. We were supposed to go, my partner and I, we were supposed to go get the shot yesterday. And, uh, we live in Atlanta. We had made the, uh, we had made the, God damn it. Words are hard. Sometimes the appointment, we made the appointment for yesterday and it was in Macon, which is like an hour and a half away from here. <laughs> because when we made the appointments for the first shot, they weren't available in a lot of places. You could only get them, you know, at certain locations. And there were waiting lists at a lot of places. And um, we uh, 
we both are in kind of what's called private childcare. Um, and, uh, the people that we work for, um, are starting to interact with other people. So they were just kind of like, Hey, we, you know, we fudged some stuff and went and got the shot and we were like, all right, I guess we'll also get it (laughs) since you're kind of just like moving on that. Uh, so we had driven all the way out to Macon and it looked like we were going to have to drive out there again at the time. All indications were that you had to get your follow-up at the same place that you got your first shot. So we, you know, we made our, our second appointment in Macon for yesterday. And already it was at the beginning of the week. I'd gotten in my car to go to work, actually. Got in, turned the key, nothing. I just bought this car. I just bought this car. It's only 2015. It's not that old. Or wouldn't be if it were a Japanese car. But it's an American car, so that's pretty old for an American car. But still, still, it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be doing that, right? I wouldn't think. I thought I had a little bit longer than like a month or whatever, two months, I guess, that I've had this car. Uh, I get in it, turn the key. And this just happened too, like two weeks ago or like a week ago. Uh, my battery ran dead. No, it was two weeks ago. My battery ran dead. And I remember I had a show and I went and parked outside of where, well, I went to go get gas near the show. I was like, I'm going to need gas to get home. I went to get gas. And as soon as I got gas, I like, you know, went to start the engine back up and it didn't want to start up. It didn't want to turn over. And so I like finally did get it to start. I kept it running, made some phone calls. My uncle came out to like, see what was up. Uh, and it took, we, I, I thought maybe there was a serious issue. I was thinking fuel pump maybe. And I was worried about that cause I don't have, uh, you know, money. And, uh, it turns out it was just the battery. My uncle bought me a new battery. That was very nice of him. Thanks, Unc. And, uh, I thought that was it. No, that's not it. So it's like, I get in the other day, turn the key, doesn't turn over. Uh, so then my buddy that I work for lends me his truck, his big Chevy truck. And, Yesterday, I hop in the truck to go to Macon to get my shot, turn the key. I mean, the truck starts, but it's got the ma- uh, maintenance required, you know, engine maintenance required. So I'm not about to drive somebody else's vehicle an hour and a half, two ways with a check engine light on or an engine maintenance required light on, uh, you know. So it just, and it was just, it was just strange. That wasn't the only strange part of the week. We had extra work days this week. It was a new schedule. Um you know, just be a, a kind of specialty schedule that people were working for, had extra stuff going on. So that was extra things in my week. I'm trying to get bad news up and running still. It's like all week I've been trying to like get back to writing that so I can have new episodes for whoever's interested in that still, whoever still remembers that I did that last year. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm getting close. I'm getting close, but it just seems like every time I'm close, something gets in my way. And so, you know, this week it's been last week, it was the the car and this week it'll still be the car and it's been the shot and it's been the extra work days and, and all that stuff. Uh, and then last minute I'm like coming home from getting the shot. And then Jason's like, Hey, I'm not going to make it. I was like, Oh, you bastard. That means that these people were going to have to listen to me just by myself with nobody to like stop me from, you know, going off the deep end saying things I shouldn't say. Uh, I have no, there's no, there's no wall for me to run into. It's just me. It's just me today, guys. So we're going to get to, before I get to the uh what's happening in the world i don't even like to just say the news you know because like i already have a news show you have to excuse me for clicking over here off in the distance i'm trying to do things on my other i'm trying to watch myself on my other computer so it looks like more people are watching me that's what i'm trying to do that's a little it's a little trick that's a little twitch trick 
that I learned from some other Twitchers who are twitchier than me. They're, they're pretty twitchy. I'm just a little twitchy. I'm getting twitchy. I'm getting twitched out about the twitchiness. So I've got like a warning on my channel. That's pretty cool. This person says their content is for mature audiences. That's right. It's for old people. If you're not mature, if you wouldn't be in the mature category on Pornhub, you can't watch my show. It's only for old ladies. That's right. Show is about coffee and dick jokes for old ladies. That's the only people we should be watching it. So before, I don't like to call it a new show. I already have a new show. It's more like I just like to talk about what's going on in the world while I have coffee. Uh, I feel like that's a cool thing to do, right? So we're going we're gonna to talk about the coffee that I'm drinking today. I've already talked to you about this coffee. Jason's the one with the good stuff. He buys the good coffee. Uh, we drink swill in this house. That's what we drink. Uh, no, it's not bad. Sometimes we get nicer stuff. I was the one who bought the Onyx coffee a few weeks ago. I got to do another thing about that. But, you know, money's funny right now, right? I haven't been working. I'm waiting another two weeks for the shot to kick in before I go and put myself in lifts and stuff again. And, uh, you know, start trying to make it off of comedy shows. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how long I can keep that up. Uh, But so, yeah, I'm drinking some pretty pedestrian, just some regular ass coffee. That's the brand name. Regular ass coffee. Do you not have much money, but you need to stay awake and push yourself to burn out multiple days a week, every week of the month? Try basic ass pedestrian fucking coffee. I'm not telling even what I said the first time. I don't remember what I said. So the ingredients on this, so this is eight o'clock coffee. This is, uh, I think we like wound up with this one day. I don't know. My girlfriend bought it. Uh, it's caramel macchiato flavor. Whenever something, whenever there's, whenever something is the flavor of like a dish, like that's some bullshit, right? It's like, what do you mean caramel macchiato? It's caramel. It's caramel. It's caramel flavored, right? Because a macchiato is just a caramel flavored coffee drink. So why is the coffee flavored like fl- it's like you might as well have written flavored coffee as the flavor of your coffee. What's what's our coffee flavor? It's coffee flavor. This is coffee flavored coffee, but flavored coffee flavored coffee flavor. All right. So this is caramel macchiato. It's ground. It's already ground because we don't we have grinders for that's that's Jason's department. He's the I've got my own grinder guy. Not me, son. Not for this. Not for this. Um this is a medium roast it says it's caramel we know that we know that it's you you already said it's caramel here you have to say it again here but that's so okay the flavor is caramel macchiato but then the flavor of the flavors in caramel macchiato one of them is caramel they'd like you to know and then also uh, creamy and smooth i don't know if those are meant to be uh flavors or textures I seem to run into this problem every week. I can't really be sure. Uh, It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It says the ingredients are 100% Arabica coffee. This is one kind of coffee. There's no blend here. They don't, they don't blend. They don't, they don't do the blend. They just take one bean. It's just one big bean. It's one big bean that they just, they just mash. They just mash the one. It's like a baseball sized bean and they just mash it. And then they put it in here. Um, 100% 100% Arabica coffee with natural 
and artificial flavors. Gee, I wonder which flavor in the caramel macchiato flavored coffee is the artificial flavor. You think it's the flavor flavor? Who's buzzing me? I gotta turn my fucking, my ringer off. Okay, I, mom, stop, stop texting me about the show during the show. Text, talk to me about the show after the show. My mom is texting me about the show. This is a new thing she started doing since the last episode where it was like leading up to the show and she's sending me 10, 10 text messages like, did you know this is happening? Did you know that is happening? Did you know music's not playing? Did you know that you're live? Did you know that you're still live? Did you know that you're, that you're waiting screen? Yes. Some, okay, some of it, no. Some of it I needed to hear. But most of it, yes. 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 And no, I'm not interviewing anybody today. My roommates are doing stuff. I'm not, I'm not interviewing them. This is a solo show today. A solo show today. That's okay. Some people do solo shows. Bill Burr does a solo show. You know, right? It's, uh, it's Thursday afternoon and uh, I'm just checking in on you. I'm going to sit here, talk about sports teams. Huh? Right? You know, these fucking assholes with their, with their, they're playing ball in a bubble. You know, what's this bubble? Then they're leaving the bubble. They leave the bubble. And it's the name of the sports guy. It's the name of the sports guy. And he played sports against the other sports guy. He just does that for an hour. And people love it. I like it, you know? Mark Maron, a lot of times, if he doesn't have a guest, he'll sit and just talk by himself. He's good. My buddy Joe Smith. He doesn't. Now I'm just naming comedians. See what you've done? This is what you've done. Shout out to Joe Smith. Joe Smith has an awesome comedy podcast. That's just him and himself. And it's called Getting My Act Together. And, uh... This episode won't be as good as that because he's been practicing it and he's just a damn funny guy. But go check that out. Um, he's a guy I'm getting ready to see. Again, that's that's a, a buddy of mine from the comedy scene here in Atlanta who's just like one of my favorite people. And he's, he's hilarious and he just destroys. And uh, I forget which show it is I have coming up with. it. Oh, no. Yeah. Duh. Duh. On the 9th, I think it is. I'm doing... Um, oh my God, it's been so long since I've been to these places. Limerick Junction, there's this, so there's this little bar in this hip little part of Atlanta, this like little hipster part of Atlanta called, uh, you know, called Limerick Junction and, uh, this little, you know, little Irish pub, little lay, a little dive bar. Uh, but it is one of the most fun shows and open mics in the city. Um, they're probably not doing it right now. I think they're just doing the main show now. I don't know if they're doing the open mic yet because you get open mics and comics just flood in and they just spit on each other. Like just to say hello, you know, they're like, what's up, bro. And then they just spit in your face and uh, you know, and then they lick you. That's how, that's just how comics read each other. So, you know, hard to do open mics right now, but, uh, but when he did, man, so it's like, you know, you'd have like the regular, the regular uh, show. And then there's lightning round afterwards where every comic would do two minutes and it's just a free for all. It's a frenzy. You got like 50 comics all trying to squeeze in two minutes of material. Some of it's great. Most of it's terrible. It's all fun. I've seen weird shit go down in that place. I've seen videos of weird shit go down in that place where I was like, ah, I should have been there for that weird shit. Um, so I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to see him. And I can't wait to do that show. I'm going to be doing that. Not this upcoming Tuesday, but the next one. I got to double check that because <laughs> it's Tuesday the 27th now. Um, so, okay. I'm drinking some of this caramel macchiato. This is funny, right? On the back there. Our story. They've always, they've always got to have a story. 
Why have a story? Who cares? How like how many I read the stories for this show, but like how many people when they drink coffee, like look on the bag and like read the story? Who does that? Like, do you go to the cut? Do you go to the grocery store and and pick up a bag of coffee and you're like, you know, I like the flavor. Smells pretty good. High reviews, but what's their story though? Who who are the people that brew this coffee? That's what I want to know. You know? Like, is there anything else that we pick that way? Is there anything that we pick that way? Like, why waste the... They pay somebody. Well, maybe they don't anymore. But they paid somebody to write the story of 8 o'clock. Ground coffee. Whoever. Corporation. And, uh... For who? Is it for, like, this is the most masturbatory practice. I don't know. Sales is pretty masturbatory. Just all of corporate, all that stuff. It's pretty, they're all jerking themselves off. So, this is our, this is our story. Coffee is amazing. It's no mere beverage. I mean, it, it is a beverage. I don't know what really makes it not a beverage. It's a beverage with a drug in it. But there's lots of beverages with drugs in them, if you think about it. Probably most of the ones that we ingest, you know. Um, it's no mere beverage. And we believe this is just as, we believe this just as passionately today as we did in 1859. How do you know? You don't know how passionate. First of all, I doubt that whoever wrote this blurb of ad copy, well, it's not ad copy, but I, I doubt whoever wrote this blurb of copy, coffee is anywhere near as passionate about this coffee company as the dude who started it in 1859 or the slave that he tricked into figuring out all the parts of it for him. Now, he probably wasn't passionate about it either. And I don't know that that's how that happened. I just think it's funny to say that because it probably did. (laughs) We believe this just as passionately today as we did in 1859 when we brought our gourmet coffee to the market. We take coffee personally. We care about our craft. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Eight o'clock coffee. What do you mean we take coffee personally? What does that mean? Like, I don't just drink coffee. I get insulted when I drink it. Every time I drink coffee and it burns my tongue, I'm like, that coffee meant to do that shit. Asshole coffee. Take coffee personally. And then, of course, I got some, I mix some of this, some of this junk up in there. I'm not going to read you this bag. Because, yeah, one bag. Actually, I will. Uh, here's their story, okay? Right? Ready? Best before uh, July 7th, 2021. That's their story. Okay. So, what's going on in the world? Um, the big thing, obviously, the real big thing is, uh, or at least as far as I'm, it's obvious to me, but, you know, that's a that's that's quite a presumptuous uh, assertion, right? That like everybody else has like the same the same interest in news stories as I do, or that they're even getting the same news stories as I'm getting. Uh, and this is actually something. So here's how Jason will participate in the show. I found out about this story through Jason. I woke up to a tweet about this, and I was like, "What? What is this about?" So apparently, Tucker Carlson. I mean, is is being Tucker Carlson? I, I don't know. I don't know what anybody. I don't know what you expect from a guy who made his foray into television with bow ties and. I don't, I don't know what you call that haircut. It's kind of like, you know, it's a little, it's a little Patrick Bateman. It's a little Zachary Ty Bryant on, uh, uh, um, what was the name of that show? 
the tool man show, the tool guy show, home improvement, you know, it's a little feather. It's a little Michael Douglas, you know, which is just Patrick Bateman all over again. You know, it's a, uh, it's a little like greed for lack of a better word is good. It's totally that kind of weird. Don't trust anybody with that haircut. Like which it's the, I mean, that's the, that's the Trump. That's the way he's been wearing it. It's kind of, it's almost long, but it's not long, but it's short, but it's not short. I just want, I just want it long enough to cover whichever parts of my scalp start showing through. Um, you know, if you have like, if you have duck fins in the back of your hair and this is, this is, this is me saying this, I totally, totally have, have kind of a duck fin. You should not be, it's almost, it's getting into, it's more like a, it's more like a swan tail in the back of it. It's a swan tail, but they, he's got duck fins, right? When you have, when you're, if your cowlicks can make you float on water, like there's an issue there. Like, why is there, why is there a duck level of grease buildup on the bottom? Like, why do you need to be buoyant, man? You know, and what's up with that bow tie, right? You ain't in the, you ain't in the nation of Islam, bro. They don't wear polka dots on this shit. Like, get out of here, man. This dude looks like a, looks like a nutcracker or like he did when he was young. I don't know who dressed that man, but let me tell you, it was not the people on staff. (laughs) I think I said this about somebody else. Yo, hair and makeup is not touching you. Now with a 10 foot pole, not the way you talk. But so Tucker Carlson went and I just lost a viewer. Uh Tucker Carlson <laughs> Tucker Carlson went and uh and said on his show that people should that his viewers should confront and accost uh people who are wearing masks on the street. And he went even further to say that they should call the police on people. <laughs> <laughs> for wearing masks, which is just, and, and he did it in the same breath uh, as bitching about these liberals. I mean, you know, when liberals would come up to us on the street and yell at us and say, you have to wear a mask. That's completely un-American. So now you go do the same thing, but worse, because that's American. Our entire way of life is at stake. We've got to take back our way of life. We got to go out there and make it the country that we were born in. You mean the racist one? He means the racist one. I don't know. We still got to give this guy the airtime, bro. Like, how does this dude, how has no one just beat this guy up for no reason? Like, how come, this is, this is how fucked up the world is, man. How come somebody can punch Rick Moranis on the street? But nobody has fucked up Tucker Carlson. And just to be clear, I'm not advocating for fucking up Tucker Carlson because I'm not allowed to. But I'm just asking, why hasn't anybody done it? Don't do it, but why haven't you? You know? That's my question. That's the way I feel about it. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I have to say about Tucker Carlson. I mean, I can make fun of him all day. I can make fun of his voice. Dude... (laughs) How did that guy get a career on TV? He has the most, one of the most grating voices I've ever heard in my life. It's awful. He's a, uh, I had a, I had a professor in college who the first, she was just, was very, she was awesome. She was an awesome professor, but she had a very, very high nasally piercing voice and she knew it. 
<laughs> and was like kind of a taskmaster, you know? And she said the first day, she's like, you know, you guys are going to need to pay attention in my class. I insist upon it. I know I can be annoying. I've heard my voice is kind of grating. And I'm just like, oh my God, why are you, are you like teasing us with it? Like what's going on here? Um, she wasn't half as bad as Tucker Carlson. Like who was sitting in a boardroom and was like, put this guy on TV. Man, he's, he's ugly. His voice is nasally and hurts your ears. And he spouts nothing but racism and hate. Give this guy a check. Like that's, that's how, that's why I believe the CIA places people in the news media. Uh, one that, and two, because there's uh, records and documentation of it happening, happening. Uh, but no, like, you know what I mean? How did, how did this guy get a deal? Right. Didn't he like flunk out of school or he like graduated at the bottom of his class? Like he's like well known as kind of an idiot and he's irritating. He's annoying. Nobody likes him. He's been kicked out of a bunch of TV stations. He keeps getting trouble in everywhere. All his writers, all his writers get fired for, for being white supremacists. How is this guy on TV? Who keeps signing checks for this guy? Oh, the devil, probably the devil. That's, that's the, that's the wildest shit to me, man. I guess it's just, he's just so good at riling up racists. Somebody, I don't know, man, someone's got a, someone's got a hand in that. And this is maybe I'm just like, I'm getting too conspiratorial now. Like I've been reading this book. I've got it here next to me. I've been reading this book, which yes, yes, I saw it on Joe Rogan. Okay. I'm that guy. I mean, I'm not like, oh my God, Joe Rogan. But like, no, I saw the book on Joe Rogan, you know, but it's, but it's interesting. This book is a chaos by Tom O'Neill. Um, the subtitle is uh, uh, Charles Manson, the CIA and the secret history of the sixties. And it's like basically details how there, like he points out that there's no way that Manson should have been, should have had the room by, by the time of the Tate LaBianca murders to be able to pull any of that off. Like he, he was on parole. He was, uh, you know, <laughs> He was, yeah, he was on parole. He was a multiple time ex-con uh, and had been, had been caught for like, he had charges for, well, he'd been brought up on rape, uh, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, um, statutory rape, um, car, uh, yeah, grand theft auto. He was stockpiling weapons, like all this stuff that clearly violated his parole that should have gotten him locked up a number of times over a short period of time. Like over like 18 months, but like long enough to build a case. And there was all this surveillance on him. They were like flying over his ranch. They knew everything that he was doing. They said they had informants, but then they were like, oh yeah, we just couldn't keep him because yeah, yeah, we just put him back out. That's how I feel about Tucker Carlson, man. It's like, come on, like, come on, come on. We've all seen Dexter. This guy looks like a serial killer. He does. He's Republican Dexter. That's who he is. He's like, it's all right. If I kill people, I just kill all the, all the black Democrats. They're all murderers anyway. We need to get our country back. <coughs> Doing his voice hurts my throat. Um, so there's that. There's that going on. Um, that could be some really bad shit though, man. If Republicans go out there and start calling the cops on people for wearing masks. I mean, apparently, I, you know, who knows? I guess it depends on the on the police department in the area, Right. It just depends on whether or not they take that shit seriously. But could you imagine? Could you imagine if you're walking down the street? You know, like, I mean, and, and, and they've said, like, you probably don't have to wear a mask in public. It's probably no big deal. 
There's probably nobody, you know, no one's going to catch it. There's like nothing to suggest that people are catching it outside. So I get it. But it's also like, let's say you're, you know, you're walking in like an outdoor mall kind of situation, you know, say you're in Atlanta, you're in Little Five or you're in Philadelphia, you're on South Street, you know, you're in New York somewhere, you're going out of stores. You want to take off your mask every time you go outside, you know? And I'm sure public, well, you want me to put on my mask every time we go inside? Well, when you're a health hazard, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, that's when you put it on. Every time you go inside and you're around other people, put it on. But I don't know. He's going to continue to be crazy. That's funny. I just like looked up news just now. And the first thing it says, do I need a mask outdoors? And no, you don't. But could you imagine that you're just like, uh, you're just walking down the street and then all of a sudden squad cars just like pop up on you and they're like, sir, take off that mask. Take off your mask now. Do it now. You know, like. And then you got Ku Klux Karen standing next to you with a fucking cell phone. He, he's wearing his mask. It's making me feel unsafe. He has a gun. That's where this world is going, folks. That's where it's going. Uh, I know I had some other stories in my head. Uh, oh, that's fun. Andrew Brown Jr. shot five times. That's That sounds great. Uh, Florida private school won't allow teachers or staff to get COVID-19 vaccine. Now, that's a juicy one. And also, totally, totally what you would expect from Florida. Absolutely what you would think that they would do. How did, what? How is that a thing? They're not allowed to get the vaccine? Miami school sends letter to parents. I got to read some of this. This is... ClickOrlando.com. What is the... What, what kind of name for a news site is that? Click Orlando. Okay, so I don't know. Who knows how reputable this news site is? One, it's called Click. And two, it's from Orlando. So who knows if we can take any of this seriously. But... Says Miami, Florida, a private school in Miami is warning its staff against getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Centner Academy said its school policy to the extent possible is to not employ anyone who has gotten a coronavirus vaccine until further information is known. I what, dude? Oh my god. Centner Academy. No, your name is now Florida Man Academy. Okay. You are Florida Man College. That's the name. Of your school, because that's some Florida man shit to do. That's like, wasn't that there? Wasn't there that company where there was something where this guy was like, "How to you?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a police, it was a police officer, it was a police department where the chief was like, "None of my police officers are wear allowed to wear a mask inside my station." It's like what? Like I don't, I don't, I just don't. I don't understand the lot. That's the shit that hurts my head. Like that hurts me inside. I don't, what do you have to gain? What do you have to lose from them wearing masks? Like, do you not know who your officers are? You know, don't they have name tags and badges and shit? If they don't, that's probably an indication that they don't belong to you. (laughs) They're not one of yours. You know, that's not an officer. That's a proud boy. (laughs) While I'm sitting here, this little thing popped up in my stream chat. Want to become famous? Buy followers and viewers? No. No, I'm doing this because I need money. I don't have money to make myself look like I'm making money. So anyway, I think that was, I think that police department was, it was either in Texas or Florida. It, eh, interchangeable, you know. One's got a drawl, the other's got a twang, you know. One has Cubans, the other one has Mexicans. It does, it's the same, it's the same shit. 
crazy states who are determined to prove that we got bigger balls than that. We don't give we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about no safety. Tell you what, you're gonna keep yourself safe. We don't, we don't hire no pussies in here. We're a, what what do you what do you think this is? A fucking fucking ballerina school? Dance company? Little pansies? Hell no, this is an elementary school. We don't hire no no pussy pansy teachers at no elementary school. We need hardened badasses to shoot these kids when they get out of line. Can't trust you if you getting the vaccine because you're scared of dying. Florida's crazy, man. Florida's insane. My and Miami is like in a weird way, like the most Florida part of Florida. It's also like the most antithetical to Florida part of Florida, but it's also the most Florida part of Florida. Although I think I'm I'm getting myself messed up here. No, it's a private school in Miami. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Private school in Miami. Because you know what that says to me? That says uh, right-wingers. DJ Escher, what up? Uh, Big Swallows. Yeah, BigSwallows.com. That's what that... uh, Okay, I got to let the rest of the audience in on the joke. The guy was like, want to become famous? He's like, buy followers and viewers on BigFollowsSpace.Space.com. Yeah, that seems real. And then, and then, and then DJ Asher popped in the chat and just wrote in all caps, big swallows. Appreciate you, buddy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure if you typed in bigswallows.com, it would, it would take you to something interesting. I'm not going to try it. And because we're on Twitch, I am not suggesting that you try it because I probably can't. Okay. Um, so yeah. So Florida for private schools. So yeah, don't if you give a shit about your health, don't work for Florida private schools ever. Which uh I mean honestly, if you're like on the liberal side of things or if you're a person of color, I wouldn't uh recommend working for a Florida private school anyway. You know? That just seems like a recipe for disaster. It just seems like I just anticipate somebody coming in, did you tell my kid that the civil war happened because of slavery? <laughs> Feeding them these liberal lies. What else is going on? Uh, not much, man. But like at the same time, everything. Oh yeah, the Oscars. I'm kind of excited about the Oscars, uh, which is not ever something I, I anticipate myself saying. I, I'm I'm excited about one one winner, one winner of the Oscars. Uh, well, yeah, one team, you know, which is uh. Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and uh, John Batiste. I just thought that was a really cool. I thought that was a really cool trio to be working together in the first place, man. Uh, I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, which I'm sure I've said on this podcast before. I think I just say it. I think I just say that at least once a day. I'm just sitting by myself. I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, and somebody walking by is like, "Okay, buddy. All right, dude. Whatever." Um, but no, I thought that was cool. Um, it was, of course, for the movie Soul, which. You know, the first thing I heard about that was just like, oh, yeah, the movie Soul is going to be scored by Trent Reznor. And I was like, OK, I love Trent Reznor. That does not seem to quite match up to me. And they're like, no, it's going to be scored by Trent Reznor, Atticus Roch and John Batiste. I'm like, all right, now that fits. John Batiste is just an interesting seeming guy. But like the three of them together, right, seems like such a strange, such a strange uh, uh, combination. That's a strange juxtaposition. Like even like the picture of them 
after they had won, you know, you've got John Batiste in like this like crazy pose. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah, Steven. Okay, that's right. And then, you know, <laughs> Trent and Atticus are just like standing there straight looking at him just like, all right, kid. Okay. All right, bring it in. Bring it in a little bit. That's very cute. Okay. You're, you're very excited. This is your first. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Just, uh, just, just pull it back for us. Okay. Can you just pull it back? So, but that was fun. I was glad to see that. I was glad to see that. Um, but then, like, I don't know. It's kind of funny, right? Like, the big the big news in in the Oscars, they were like, oh, my goodness. Asian people won things this year. I'm like, yeah, of course they did. Of course Asian people won things this year. Because a bunch of bad shit is happening to Asian people. And the Hollywood film industry uh, traffics in white guilt. You know? That's all you got to do, really, to, like, get everybody on your side is you just kind of, like, you just massage that white guilt button a little bit. And everyone goes, oh, they're doing things that makes them feel like good people and that makes us feel like good people. And then we can pat ourselves on the back. And aren't we so great? And look, we we got one. We got an Asian. We But we gave an Oriental. I mean, an Asian. We gave them something. We recognize them for their work. I mean, of course, Asian people won this year. But make no mistake, if 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 a bunch of Asian people hadn't gotten murdered this year, Asian people wouldn't have won shit this year. Just like how after like just like how after after we bitched last year, or what year before last year, right? Twenty nineteen. People were like, "Yo, there was like no black representation in the Oscars, like at all, or the Golden Globes, or whatever it was. Yo, no black representation." And then it was like the next year, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, whoops, we figured we still don't, like, we voted for a couple of y'all this year, but, like, none of the voters are black. But, whoops. Because they don't give a shit. And a bunch of us died, too. Probably more of us than, I mean, I don't know. It's not a contest. And I don't know the numbers. But, like, you know, we get shot up in mass numbers every year. No one gives a fuck. (laughs) Right? They just got to say enough just to make people feel like they're saying something. We recognize that we failed to recognize the existence of anyone other than us. And while we do realize that we have yet to realize the realization of being real, we still really don't give a shit. We don't care. Uh, DJ Asher said, Chauvin wouldn't have gotten reamed if the country didn't burn. And that's sad. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that, And that's not too different from... What something I was saying at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, which was, you know, the real scary thing about this is a lot of us are going to have to die for not even all of the rest of us to take this halfway seriously. And the and the worst thing is if we do well enough with this in the short term that no one ever really sees any negative effects from it, because then everyone's just going to go like, ah, see, it wasn't shit. I knew it. It wasn't nothing. Made up. Fake news. See? Who do you know that died? I don't know anybody that died. They just made it up. People are still doing that. You know? How many hundred thousand dead? Over 600,000 people dead? Made up. I had a I had a friend of mine tell me, yeah, I know that people have died of COVID allegedly. It's like, alleged, alle- allegedly. 600,000 people allegedly died? No, man, they died. Like, they're gone. I knew one of them. You know? More than one. But one was like a friend, friend of the family who dead, gone. I know he allegedly died 
because of COVID, but there's there it's all comorbidities back. Could you see the curve? Because you see on Fox, they said that it's comorbidities and, and uh, really no because Joe Rogan said that that you know it's ridiculous how many how much they're fudging the numbers and and isn't it because you know and then and then uh, uh you know the, the Republican guy on the YouTube he said that that they're fudging the numbers and they're making it up and that really really you know anytime somebody dies of COVID it's really because it's something else. And we're just going to, you know, we'll rationalize it away to the end of days. But yeah, it's the same, it's the same thing. If this, if, if George Floyd's murder hadn't gotten international attention the way it did this summer and resulted in so much more violence the way it did, um, no, he would have walked. He would have totally walked and probably wound up at a different department because that's what they do. They just trade them. They just send them somewhere else. Um, I mean, and it's still not stopping it. Like how crazy is it? Um, how crazy is it that like at the same time that the Chauvin trial was happening, more black people were getting shot (laughs) in Minneapolis. Um, it's insanity, man. It's absolute insanity, you know? And, and it's like still going on. I haven't been, I haven't even been able to keep up with the I just feel like every time I turn on the news, every time, every time I wake up, it's just like, Oh, please shot another unarmed black person up. Oh, please shot another black person. Hey, they shot another black person Oh, They said this one was armed, but then they weren't. Oh, they choked one to death. Oh, yep. There's one in custody. Oh, Hey, there's one that was an officer that killed him. Oh, Hey, there was one that was in the military that killed him too. Uh, you know, or they didn't kill him, but they fucked him up and oh, Hey, they stabbed another one over here. And you know, just on and on and on. And then it's like the moment you say anything, people are like, Hey, 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 stop whining. Huh? Stop whining. What y'all whining for? Oh, whining all the time. Stop, stop whining. You know. I'm like, I'm not whining. I'm screaming. I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm yelling at this point. Fuck a bunch of whining. You know. I'm not whining. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking people up. Uh, DJ Asher said, "LOL, I love your good old boy impersonations. Dead accurate. Chef's kiss. <laughs> thanks, thanks, dude." Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I try. You do what you can. You pitch in. You do what you can. Uh, I'm going to see if I can hit one more something interesting here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else there was. I felt like there were interesting things. Oh, um, fucking... No one's getting their uh, no one's getting their shots. That's the other thing I heard. That's the last thing I'll talk about, and then we'll 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 close out on that because I'm not used to just sitting in by in a room by myself talking to myself to other people yet. Uh, although I feel like one day this is this is eventually what it's going to be. I mean, maybe not the light roast, but something that I do. It'll probably just be me, kind of like uh, uh, uh you know, kind of like the podcast of a certain comic who uh, is still somewhat radioactive right now. Uh, His name rhymes with Chris Scalia. Anyway, uh, but he does a pretty good job. So I'll probably do that at some point. But yeah, man, we have like, you know, this crazy influx. We have this big movement to get everybody the vaccine. and, uh, And now people are refusing to take it. And, and it seems to be, it's a lot of, you know, right wing people that are refusing to take it. And we, we expected that, but then it's also a lot of black folks. A lot of black people are refusing to take it. 
And look, man. Look, man. I understand. I understand that we have more reason than anybody else in this country to distrust the government, to distrust medical professionals, to distrust, you know, um, drug manufacturers. I know we do. We have every reason to distrust them. But just just remember, black people, if uh, if you're a black person who is uh, refusing to get the vaccine, just remember uh, Tucker Carlson salutes you. He also hates you and thinks that you are after his way of life and wants you to uh, move back to Africa. But but he salutes you. So he's on your side. Okay. Um, DJ Ezra says, cough, Tuskegee, cough, NC, sterility experiments, cough. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Tuskegee, honestly, is like kind of the, that's the, that's the easy, that's like kind of the, uh, that's like the cop out one to me, right? Like that's the, that's just the, the, the one that's, that's easy to say. That's the, that's the, that's the top hundred list right there. But, um, black people have much more recent, uh, reason to distrust, the medical community and, you know, and the rest, man, much more, much more recent. Um, shit, man, I, I've had bad experiences. I've had times where I've walked into doctor's offices and they just told me I was lying about whatever was going on or, or, you know, they did something funny with my paperwork or they lied to me about something or they, you know, all sorts of stuff, man. Or they just mistreated me from the time I walked in the door or they, you know, accused me of uh, drug seeking when I wasn't. I'm going like, I'm literally not even, at, I'm not even trying to get that. I just, I have this issue that I <laughs> would like someone to give me advice about. So I don't know. It's like, I get tired of hearing about the, like the Tuskegee thing after a while because that, and I know that you don't mean to do this, uh, DJ Escher, but it's like, it's brought up so often in conversation in the media. I almost feel like as a way to dismiss the ongoing issues that african-americans have in those areas the other the other more recent and you know current reasons that we have to distrust these kinds of rollouts that being said there is a certain brand of denial and anti-intellectualism to that that i'm hearing in those conversations um that to me is in my view, is one of the negative cultural practices that we've just adopted over time. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think some of it is just uh, a, a distrust of information sources, right? Especially official or authoritative information sources. And I get that too, because they lie to us. Um, but then there's also, I think, I think there's a fashionability to that. Of like, oh, I don't listen to them fancy-ass white people. I don't listen to what they got to say. And I get that too. Uh, but then also I think there's kind of like a magical thinking thing going on. I was talking about this with my siblings the other day. Uh, that I think is kind of tied to to religion in a way. Not to say that like everybody who's religious like th- thinks like this. Because certainly they don't. But I think there's you open a door there for a kind of like magical thinking. Uh, when, you know, when first... The truth is this, and I know it is, and it is because it is. Like, if that's how your, like, basic philosophy on life's work, this is the truth because it is, because it is, because it is, then anything else can be the truth just because it is. And uh, I ain't taking that shot. Why? Because I'm not. Because I don't trust it. Because it's got, it's got 
RNA in it. And I don't know what that is, but I know it does something bad because I do, because I do, because I do. Because it does. Why? Because they, because they, because it does. It does. Um, so there's a lot of that just kind of like resistance, I think, to, I don't think we're, I don't think people are thinking, man. I think everybody knows that they're being lied to on some level about something, but nobody knows at what level and about what. And it's hard to, it's hard to make an honest decision. But, but then like, honestly, it's, it's hard for me to have as much sympathy for the other groups that I hear talking that same stuff because that's like, you know, usually interlaced with this like not so subtle racism. I saw one of the comics in my scene that made some post about or commented on some post about like, oh, don't, don't, don't you move here to Georgia from somewhere else and think you're going to vote the same way. Take that stuff somewhere else. You don't come down here and vote how you voted up there. And we're going to show you how it really goes. And it was just, I don't know, man. It's like on one level, it's like, you know, I respect people's, I respect people's right to have discourse and, you know, openly discuss how they feel about things. But there's just this undercurrent of like, y'all should be scared to be here and you know who you are and you know what we mean. And it's weird because it's like you see these people in the scene and they, you know, they smile at you and they bullshit with you and they shake your hand and they ask how you're doing. And then like, and then you see them say this shit online and you're like, well, you know what I mean? Like how much of, how much of that, how, who am I talking to when I talk to you in person? Am I talking to that person online? Right. Are they real? Or is this person smiling at me and shaking my hand and offering me a drink real? Like who's real? Cause it's like, all right, you'll be one way and you'll be cool and cordial when you're like with, when you're with me, you know, but then you get around your people and it's a different story and people say some really ugly shit, man. And it's weird. I wonder how the, I wonder how those people are able to, it's like back to Tucker Carlson. I'm like, how do these people, what is the mechanism that allows these people to move so freely in, in mixed spaces, you know, where it's like, you ain't the only one around, man. And like, that's a pretty man to be like a comic in Atlanta and make a statement about like, don't, don't y'all liberals and minorities and this and everybody implied in that statement. Don't y'all think you're going to move here to Georgia and start changing the way we do things. And if we want you to, we, if we want to make it hard for black people to vote, that's how we do things in Georgia. And then like, and then turn around and go to cats, you know, how does that work? How does that work? You know, do a show with almost all black comics and try to act like you down. And then like, and then you're out of here talking about, don't you come on down to Georgia. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Maybe that's just because I feel like I'm, I'm radioactive half the time and I don't know why. No. And this is just me. Like, you know, I don't know. Admitting deep stuff, but that's just fear. Just fear coming back, you know? I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm not going to get bookings. Yeah, I'm afraid that there's not going to be enough. I don't know. Spots, money, interest for me to like keep doing this thing. You know, I'm afraid that little four at the bottom of my screen is never going to be a 40 or a 400 or even a six, really. Even a six. Just a little man and four because it's just four. But we're going to get through it. You know, we're going to get through this period. I feel like there's a big energy right now. Everybody's really excited. That's interesting. I'm not. I wish I was. You know, 
Like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not excited. <laughs> I'm not excited to go to, I don't know. Like, I don't know what world it is that people remember, you know? Like, I don't know. Maybe people had good lives <laughs> before this started. Oh, God, I just can't wait to get back to how things were before the pandemic where I'm like, man, you mean I have to like go back and like find a another shitty job and like struggle to make barely enough money to just pay my rent and eat and like, you know, wonder if it's all going to work out. Can't wait. Can't wait. Man, the rat race. Can't wait. Can't wait to go back. So excited. So excited to take Ubers further than the price is worth. Or no, to for less distance than the price is worth. Hey, I can't wait to go back to paying $20 per Uber ride for, you know, two, three miles each directions to like maybe make 10 bucks. I don't know. I don't mean to get sad on you guys. I'm just thinking. Just thinking out loud. But uh, I think... I think I'm almost at the end of this hour here. And I think we should cap it off with something. My coffee is cold. So I don't know what that's about. I mean, I don't know what that's about. I know what that's about. I don't know what to do about that for right now. Or what to tell you about that. It's cold. It's cold and it's not very good. My cup of coffee, not the show. But also the episode. Donald Trump seizes on low Oscars ratings to bash telecast. Don't be so politically correct and boring. I hate to say it, but he's right. He's right. It would be a lot more entertaining if in the middle of the Oscars, someone just like got up on stage and just started like screaming racial slurs at everybody in the not really audience. (laughs) Uh, Lady T says, tried to leave a tip a couple of days ago, became a complex process that ultimately didn't work for no obvious reason. Yeah, it was a process. It was a complex process. Putting it, putting the button in there. I'll have to take another look at it. Um, I didn't do the tip button for this channel. Jason did it. I did mine for my own channel, but no one's ever used that yet or tried to. So I don't know how that one works, but we'll take a look at it. We'll figure out if it works. And I think that's the, uh, I think that's like the final sentiment, you know, like for the day, for the, for the coronavirus, for, uh, you know, just the future of things for reopening for the vaccine for, uh, you know, the future of this country and, and it's racial divide. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take a look at it and we'll see how it goes. DJ Escher, streaming again tonight if you want to pop over. I may. We're going to see how I'm feeling. I got the second shot, so hopefully I'm not feeling uh, too terrible later on or tomorrow. But we will see. Uh, So, you guys, before I go, um, yeah, definitely pop over and see DJ Escher tonight. DJ Escher, what time does your show go, man? Write that in there when you you hear that. Uh, I I may get on... um, and uh, game a little bit. DJ Asher's on at 9 p.m. Eastern. All right. And uh, he goes for some hours. I think he was on till like 1 o'clock in the morning. Last time I was on. That was good. That was a great set. 
I actually really needed to, I needed that experience. Uh, I talk a lot of shit about how I don't miss being out in the world, but I do. I do. I miss hanging out. I miss seeing friends. I miss partying. I definitely miss going out and dancing. I used to do it all the time when I lived in Miami. It was just, we were out three nights a week, three, four nights a week, either, either easy. And, um, just dancing, man. We just go out, go out every weekend and dance. And, you know, in the middle of the week. So I miss all that. It was, it was cool to see DJ Escher, uh, uh, DJing and throwing down some tunes. There were some really good picks in there too. Um, I was supposed to have a show tonight. I had an online show scheduled with Damon Sumner. I was on Damon and Friends, and that show has been canceled. Um, He apparently had an emergency that he needed to attend to. So, you know, Damon, best of luck to you, brother. Uh, I I hope everything is cool. Hope family is good. You know, Uh, let me know, bro. But so we here here at the Light Roast, or me here at the Light Roast, we we wish him the best. And everybody who was supposed to be on that show, I hope they they find um, something else to fill the time. I did not find something else to fill the time. So I will be here at my house, uh, you know, twiddling my thumbs. And uh, I might get on and play some video games later, but I'm going to see how I feel. I'm probably going to take like an hour or two and just see if this thing kicks in, uh, if it hits me or not. It should be probably in the next couple hours that I start to feel symptoms if I'm going to get them from what I understand, which is very very, very little. Um, other than that, I got Limerick Junction coming up later this month. Then I've got or in, uh, early next month. Then I'm in Johns Creek on the 14th. Uh, and then I am, I got another show on like the 27th. All of those things I will be posting about on my Instagram. I promise. Bad news is coming to you soon. Stay tuned for that. I'll make a post this week. And that's it. DJ Escher said that it just felt like a hangover. That would be better than than how I felt after the first shot. I hope it's only that bad. Anyway, thanks, guys. I appreciate it being here with you. Um, thanks for tuning in for the one-man show today. Hopefully next week I'll be back on with Jason. Uh, we're going to line some guests up soon. We got some fun stuff coming down the pipe. And... Uh, That's it. Thanks for trying the light roast. I'm your host, Damian Turner. Follow us on Twitch. Uh, Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Follow me on Instagram. Come to one of my shows. Do it. All right. One more time. I'm Damian Turner. This has been the light roast. Goodbye. Days like this, I need a fix to wake me up.